Greetings. Welcome back to the Call Her Daddy fan club. This episode six, we're reviewing episode six titled The Post Nut Cleanup and the Glug Glug Continued. It's a review. Um, so at the beginning of this episode, unfortunately, um, these girls, they're having a shitty day. Sophia is swollen. Her lips are swollen. She says she looks like Angelina Jolie, but not in a good way, I guess. And Alex has a sty in her eye. Um, she probably watched a dog take a dump or something. I mean, that's how you get them, right? <laughs> well, they just start talking shit back to each other. They call one another ugly. Then Sophia pro proclaims that when they get home, she's going to punch Alex in the face. Um, probably totally not true, but wouldn't that be crazy if behind closed doors, these girls like really hated each other? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think so. They are good people and they're like best friends. So, um, I don't think that's true. But I do hope that they both get totally loaded off of this Call Her Daddy podcast. Um, then just go fuck a bunch of even more dudes, I guess. That'd be cool. I mean, shit, if I had um, a ton of money and was still trying to be a hoe, I would probably um, pay for a polygraph person to come and test on every guy I wanted to sleep with before and after I'd sleep with them. The pre-fuck questions would be... Um, would be if uh, if and when they got tested it and what their results were because I'm fucking paranoid. And then post-fuck questions would be um, if I was good in bed or not. Or, I don't know. That would be the, the ultimate way to find out if a guy really liked you in bed or not. So, do-do-do. No, I wouldn't do that if I was fucking loaded. But I probably actually would. <laughs> um... I hope I would be married by then. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, okay. Back to Alex and Sophia having a bad day. Holy fuck, Alex. She is so fucking funny. This shit. She says, she says she has like a caterpillar crawling on her eye from the sty, <laughs> and she says that their parent, their parents. I mean, they're peasants um, because they have to walk to the subway every day. And on their way walking to the subway, uh, apparently this homeless dude um, looks and yells at Sophia and says, "Yo, you look creepy." Um, I wish Hobo would say that to me. That would probably make my day because that would make me laugh. Probably be pretty fucking hilarious. But then again, I would probably spend the rest of the day asking everyone if I really was creepy because I, <laughs> I, I can be weird. I am weird. Um, anyways, so the Gluck Gluck is brought up again. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. I can't contain my excitement because I can't wait to maybe do this on someone I just like I think about it often and I'm like how am I gonna just make enough saliva because like I've said before if you have a big dick it's hard to get that whole thing wet okay um so the call her daddy fans were asking what is the best place to do the gluck gluck which is like a positional question so according to Alex the best place is to have them sitting up against a wall Okay, having a Ric Flair moment. <laughs> okay, so um, have a guy sit in the bed and push him up against the wall. Um, ladies, you can double fist with every kind of guy, um, even with the chode. If you're, <laughs> you're doing this with a guy that is opposite of a big dick or just average or just have really big, you just have really big hands, um, place one finger one by one or on each hand and just, I guess, add a finger each time so that you are double fisting it, um, depending on the length of the shaft, if you know what I mean. 
Okay, so working our way further down south to the boys, the balls, or the testicles, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Um, Sophia says to lightly bounce them like a basketball. Um, but Alex, she's like, shut the fuck up. And she reminds us to always keep at least one hand on the dick. But water the balls with your salivatory glands as much as possible because no one wants to put a dry set of balls in their mouth. I mean, that's it's going to dry your fucking mouth out, I guess. Um, so treat it like a Starburst, I guess, or ice cream because apparently you don't chew those things. Alex says that you're the devil if you chew on ice cream. Well, I guess I'm the fucking devil because I chew on ice cream. And I salt my ice cream, so <laughs> it's actually really good when you salt the ice cream. It, it But you gotta eat it quick because it, it's gonna make it melt faster. Okay, so you put one or two of the balls in your mouth. Your dominant hand is on their dick. And then your other available hand, where does it go? What, up the asshole, okay? I mean, <laughs> like not your entire fucking hand, but slowly ease your way like massage it a little bit and then you know make sure it's your your finger hopefully just one finger or two whatever whatever how big or ever gaping the guy's asshole is um then maybe you'll be able to put your hand there if it's a big asshole <laughs> okay i hope not that would be really fucking weird <laughs> um but anyways this action should make a guy come hopefully um, and it gives you a chance um, to tell them where to nut or, uh, you know, guys like that, right? I mean, you, when you say where to come, they should like that, don't they? Um, and this this leads to the discussion of the cleanup job, cleaning up the cum pretty much. So guys, get the girl a towel, help her clean up after you just came all over her. Don't let the girl struggle um, after you just came all over her fucking eyes or something. Help the girl clean up. Seriously. That's pretty disrespectful if you don't. So, yeah. This guy came on my chest once. And after he did, he, like, draped, lightly draped a towel over me. It was so sweet. I felt like I was in that. I was with Whoopi Goldberg in that Karina Karina movie, which uh, it's with Ray Loida, um, where she ta- where Whoopi Goldberg takes care of his daughter. And his daughter won't speak because she just lost her mother. Well, in that movie, she would always make the bed a special way, kind of like her mother, which she would lightly um, kind of like place or throw the sheets in the air on the bed. Um, well, that's what it kind of felt like. Um, anyways, um, Alex transitions into talking about them being crazy. Uh, not really. These girls are hilarious and just say a lot of what girls and guys think about sexually. But I mean, I guess I could see why people would think that they're crazy because they're judgmental and their morals are out of whack. Whatever. Um, yeah, Sophia <laughs> talks about one of her psycho moments with her boyfriend. I don't know what the fight was about. It doesn't really matter. But um, she gets her boyfriend riled up. She pr- and she pretty much blue balls him and tells him that she's going to fuck all of his friends and everyone that she matches with on um, Tinder. I think it's really admirable how Alex and Sophia, they admit that they're crazy. They talk about, like, crazy shit that they did. And they're, like, cool with it. I mean, I don't really think that they're crazy. I mean, they're pretty fucking cool. But, I mean, uh, you can really fuck with a guy if he doesn't have um, the maturity level to know not to take things personal, you know? Um, Because 
any hurtful thing anyone says or does to you, it's because of their own insecurities and self-hatred. It really has nothing to do with you. Um, this is something I forget a lot and take a lot of things personal and let my feelings get hurt by what other people say. But, you know, um, I just think it's cool that Alex and Sophia actually admit the crazy shit that they do because not a lot of people do that, I feel like. Um, anyways, Alex tells the craziest story how um, this girl... I guess it's a girl that they know she's taken to the Louis Vuitton store where this guy says she can get whatever she wants. She just has to pick it up um, with pick it out with her mouth naked crawling on all fours. Holy shit. I would be so down in a hot fucking second because um, I'm in an emotional dire need to have a Louis Vuitton bag. So, oh my God, um, that's a current dream of mine. Um, but yeah, I, I would be totally down to do that. <laughs> Okay, so ghosting. It's a call her daddy approved action. My dad, who's in his 50s, um, he was with this woman for five plus years. Uh, literally like two months ago, um, I asked him where she was because I hadn't seen her in a while. And he goes, oh yeah, I ghosted her. I'm like, what the fuck, dad? <laughs> I mean, my dad, he's had so many girlfriends and I've lived with so many of them. And he's still fucking friends with all of them. Even if they've had, they had like a bad falling out or whatever. I just couldn't believe that he said that and that he ghosted this woman. It was so mean. But they're like back together, so I don't know. Um, so I guess one of the best ways to ghost someone is leaving them on red text. Um, because it can fuck with your mind. It can fuck with a guy and a girl's mind. Seriously. Um, guess what? If you have an Android, you won't have to worry about this. But iPhones are kind of the best. So, I mean... Um, if you'd love to continue to play this game in life, we all play that feeds into our self-sabotaging ways. Just get an iPhone um, so you can leave someone on red or be left on red, okay? Uh, next story is an infamous story, um, and there's a shirt for it. Um, Sophia's story of when she goes to jail. Um, so I think she gets thrown in jail because she had a fake ID or something. I think that she got locked into somewhere and they caught her with an ID. It was with a friend. Her friend got released, but she didn't because she was drunk. She was thrown into the drunk tank. Um, she was, um, well, she was thrown into jail because she resisted arrest. And she was booked into jail. She had a bend over and cough. Um, she had to take out her clip-in extensions. Um, and she actually made a, a BFF in there, Letitia. Um, they, <laughs> she said it was just a horrible experience. It was scary. Um, cause she's from Utah and I guess that's all, they don't really have anything better to do in Utah. I don't know. Utah's a very beautiful place actually. Um, I've never officially like been throughout Utah, but that's where Sophia's from. Anyways, continuing back to Sophia's jail time story. So she gets thrown food under the door, and she says it's the best diet plan ever because food's disgusting. And her roommate that she has in the room, which is like an 80-pound crackhead, finally, like, never moves until the food comes in the room. And she asks her, are you going to eat that? So <laughs> she gives her, excuse me, um, she gives her the food. Uh, and she's, she's thinking, like, is she going to feast on my flesh? Am I going to wake up with her eating me? Who knows? Um... But then she reaches out to her eventually because she's so scared. And she asks her that, you know, she's scared and what to do. And the the crackhead lady, she replies, it's better in here than out there. Which is really, it can't be true for a lot of people. Uh, that's 
that is true on some levels, definitely. Um, but yeah, they miss, um, or Sophia misses her friend that she made Letitia in jail. She's like, miss you, bitch. But anyways, that's a great story. I've never been to jail either. Um, but I have had my run-ins with the law. Um, yeah, and I'm actually kind of have in jeopardy of my license at the moment. <laughs> that's another story. But yeah, Sophia's cool. She made it through um, life going through jail. But moving on to questions. So I usually have the same opinion that the Founding Fathers do. Um, but I mean, they have like the best responses and I love the questions that they get. They love the questions in the comments. Um, the first question is this girl, she slept with the guy a couple times and she finds out that he has a girlfriend and she's asking whether she should pretty much stay fighting for him, I guess. I don't know. It's like, if he has a girlfriend, he's not gonna break up with her for you. Don't try to, don't try to be for a guy or go for a guy that has a girlfriend. I just don't think that you should even try to pursue anyone. I think that men should just, well, you know, everyone has their own opinion about that. I just think that men should pursue women mostly. Um, but anyways, yeah. So <laughs> question number two, um, is how soon should you text someone after like a hookup or after meeting them at a bar? Texting them the next day, maybe later on in the afternoon the next day, possibly. I think that's what they respond. Um, the third question is, is a girl that she's so afraid to have someone go down on her because she's afraid that she will smell, that she stinks, but, you know, their advice is to, you know, practice good hygiene, which is true. Um, always shower before your dick appointment and scrub pretty well down there, but not too hard. Be gentle and try to drink a glass of pineapple juice every day. That helps with your smell and taste down there, actually. It's true. Okay, number question number four. Um, so what do you do after a one night stand or just a casual hookup? If you kiss them goodbye or you don't, um, I like uh, Alex's response, give him a high five. I think I'm going to try to do that or just give him like a peck on the cheek. I think that's totally appropriate. I mean, that's the way I say hi to a lot of people is doing like the, the, the cheek kiss, but I do that with my friends and yeah. Um, yeah. So when I was in, I went to Sweden uh, a couple months ago and I hooked up with this Swedish guy. He was the second guy that was like, I'm cursed with no boners. Like hooking up with guys who can't get boners. It's a fucking curse, I swear. Had five dudes in a row. But this was the second guy. He was so hot. He was so, he was like tall, really in shape, very handsome. And he couldn't get a boner. And then the next day he wanted to have sex without a condom. And I was like, no. And it was kind of scary because I had no Wi-Fi. I had no way to get back to the apartment that I was staying in. And I like tried to go and like kiss him on the cheek just as like a friendly goodbye like I normally do with friends. And he just kind of like pushed me away a little bit. Like <laughs> it was embarrassing. I think I made a fool of myself. But oh well, whatever. I'm never going to see him again. He fucking ghosted me. Which is weird because I was totally down to have sex with him that, that same night. But just needed to buy some condoms and he actually needed to get a boner. So whatever. Um, number five. Um, so... A guy, he's saying that he finds, he he's 28, and that he finds out that girls are more freaks than guys nowadays. And that's really true. I feel like I didn't really start uh, thinking about or, like, opening, being open-minded about my sexuality until I was, like, 27, 28. And I experienced one man who 
pulled my hair, choked me, was like kind of uh, dominant with me in bed. And I really like that. And that's like the kind of style of sex that I want to have now is being dominated, you know? Um, okay, number six, last question. It's a guy saying that he's been with his girlfriend for about two years now, I think. And uh, says that she doesn't give blowjobs. And they're like, cheat, immediately cheat. <laughs> I would suggest that too. If they're not gonna, they're not willing to do that with you and they're in a, you're like in a committed relationship with them and they don't want to do that. Um, I mean, find out the reasons why they don't want to do that. Maybe they're not comfortable. Maybe they have like a past experience that they went through that makes them uncomfortable for doing that. Just find out um, and then decide whether to cheat or just to break up with them to find someone else because there are girls who like to suck dick. I mean, I like to suck dick. Um, and I don't know. Yeah. I don't feel like enough people know that. <laughs> I'm going to keep that to myself. Actually, I'll just keep that within my, my, my friend, my group of friends. <laughs> okay. I'm going to end this episode. Thank you for listening. Have a good day. Bye.